Hi, I'm Sheila Prakash. I am the author of Salad Seasons, my newest cookbook that is all about how to make really, really delicious salads that will be the star of your table all seasons of the year. I'm also a food writer and recipe developer. Something you might not know about me is I'm taking Italian lessons once a week with an instructor based in Florence via Zoom. And I am nowhere near fluent yet, but hopefully one day. Some things I've learned to say like quale la tua unica ricetta, which means what is your one recipe? I'm Jesse Sparks, and this is The One Recipe, a podcast that turns to chefs and home cooks with a big question in mind. What is their one? That recipe they love so much that they buy all of the ingredients in bulk. This week, we're going green with Sheila Prakash. Sheila's a senior contributing editor at The Kitchen and a recipe developer. She's also a registered dietitian and has a master's degree in food culture and communications. She's got a new cookbook, too. Salad seasons, vegetable forward dishes all year. She's a wealth of knowledge, especially about seasonal cooking that makes vegetables the stars. Here she is. Sheila, it's so great to have you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. It's such an honor to be here. I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> so you have worked for so many different outlets, and at each of them, you've been tasked with reintroducing people to foods that they are already familiar with or think they already know. How do you balance familiarity and novelty while developing a recipe? Ooh, that's a hard question. You know, I feel like the key is to always leave it approachable. Like you want to meet people where they're at, you know, introducing new flavors and ingredients is great. And I love doing that. That's always my goal. But if you throw a lot at somebody all at once, it's just going to go right over their head or they'll lose interest. So yeah, meeting people where where they're at with something that is approachable, the ingredients that they understand, a time frame that they understand too is big when you're developing a recipe. Like people don't have a lot of time. So they oh, yeah. if, if they see something that has like seven paragraphs as a recipe, they're just going to look the other way. Um, and also just the, keeping the ingredient list short as well. So kind of like a seven ingredient or under is like usually my goal when I'm developing kind of just an easy weeknight recipe. And if one of those ingredients is something new, then that's great. You have spent so much time throughout your life in Italy. How has that affected your cooking? I think it's made me appreciate simplicity in the kitchen and kind of using less ingredients to create even just more flavor. Obviously, you see throughout my book is it's a seasonally focused book and that is taken so seriously in Italy. I mean, there's festivals for specific fruits and vegetables as they come out through the year and they really just use ingredients as they come into season and really showcase them. So even the simplest pasta, it could highlight, you know, fava beans in the spring or those tomatoes in the summer, cabbage in the winter, but they really just give those things a moment and and it's allowed me to realize that, you know, it's wonderful to let those things shine and cook and kind of honor ingredients as they come and go through the season. So as you're kind of working with people and getting them 
unstuck from these tried and true preparations, <laughs> like just dousing iceberg lettuce and ranch or just roasting carrots and olive oil. What tips would you give to home cooks who are experimenting with other ways to really make their vegetables shine? I think starting with making your own dressing really is just like step one. People just think like, oh, you know, it's just easier to pick up a jar of dressing from the store, a bottle of dressing from the store, but making your own dressing is so simple and you probably already have the ingredients at home. You have oil, you have vinegar, maybe you have a lemon, like that's kind of all you need. And it's just very satisfying to make your own dressing and realize like, wow, I I can make something even tastier and, and it builds that confidence. Do you have any kind of basic ratios for making those dressings? Totally. So, you know, I think in the food world, it's like a heavily debated topic when it comes to ratio of vinegar to oil. Um, I think like the old standard was like four to one. Don't quote me on that. Like oil to acid vinegar, which to me just doesn't work. I I love a really bright, really acidic dressing. So I actually go two to one. I go two parts oil to one part vinegar or acid, which could be a lemon juice or lime juice, anything like that. Sometimes I even challenge that a little bit more and bump up the acid in the dressing a little bit more, depending if I'm adding like fattier ingredients to the salad itself. But I think that's like sort of a great baseline. So if you want to make a really, really basic vinaigrette, if you put, you know, two tablespoons of olive oil in a bowl, one tablespoon of of vinegar, whether that's red wine vinegar or balsamic or lemon juice, Mm -hmm. and you put a little salt and a little pepper, whisk that all together until it's kind of emulsified, you have salad dressing, (laughs) like at its most basic form. (laughs) I love that. It's not too hard. It's not too difficult. So it sounds like your one might be a salad dressing. Is that true? It is absolutely a salad dressing. Yes, you got me. (laughs) So formally, what is your one recipe? So my one recipe is a anchovy vinaigrette that is in my book. I have a recipe for simple summer greens where the anchovy vinaigrette is the dressing. And it is a dressing that my husband and I make, I would say, two to three to four four times a week. Um, It's in heavy rotation in our house. We both know how to make it. And it's a super simple, but there's a key ingredient in there that you're probably guessing, anchovies, (laughs) that really just makes it a little bit more than your just basic oil and vinegar dressing. So about the anchovies that you're using, what kind do you like? Are you using ones in the tins or in the jars or just a paste? There are so many options. There are a lot of options. I have tried a lot of different brands. Um, you know, there's some really, really high-end ones that are awesome, um, but they're expensive. And then, you know, you can get really cheap ones that are kind of cheap tasting. Um, so I have found kind of like mid-range. I really like the brand Agostina Recca. Uh, it's an Italian brand. Um, you can find it at some grocery stores. Italy sells it. You can buy them online. And they're sold in both tins. Like you can buy the little kind of two ounce small, small tins. You can also buy like a little bit larger of a jar where you get a little bit more. I'm such a, a 
anchovy aficionado that <laughs> we have now started buying them in bulk because we go through them too quickly. <laughs> so now I buy them in like 11 or 12 ounce giant tins and then open that up, transfer it into like a glass Tupperware and it'll store in the fridge for like six months. We don't, it takes <laughs> less than six months for us to go through them, but you could realistically store them for quite a while. I love the fact that it's still an estimate because they've never stayed in the fridge that long. <laughs> I love that so much. So can you walk me through the recipe? Absolutely. So it's so, so simple. Basically, you'll take one anchovy and, and a small garlic clove and you'll mash them together in a mortar and pestle. If you don't have a mortar and pestle, that is totally okay. You could just grate the garlic clove with like a microplane or a box grater so it becomes kind of like a paste and put the anchovy filet into that small bowl and just use a fork to sort of mash it together until it becomes sort of like a rough paste. And so once that is all mashed, you'll just add a teaspoon of Dijon mustard and then the juice of a lemon and two tablespoons of olive oil. And you'll whisk it all together. Add some freshly ground black pepper in there when you're whisking. You probably won't need salt just because the anchovy itself is salty. But taste, it's always good to taste your dressings. Right. Just like you would taste any other food that you're cooking. So you want to taste the dressing. If you think it needs a little salt, add a little bit of salt as well. Um, and you'll just whisk that together and that's your dressing. Easy to scale up if you need. That'll make just enough time to dress a salad for, you know, about four people, two to four, depending. But yeah, super easy to scale up. You could batch it a little and it'll keep in the fridge for a couple of days. Oh, that's so ingenious and so easy, too. So what kind of greens are we using? Because of the anchovy, it, it's a bit of a stronger dressing. Mm -hmm. it, to me, it's like a bit of a lazy Caesar. So you could toss it with romaine, add some Parmesan cheese, and make a lazy Caesar. Absolutely, it's delicious. Otherwise, I think it's really nice with arugula, something a little strong and peppery in the winter. I love using some Tuscan kale and radicchio, which is a little heartier and really holds up to the strong flavors of the dressing. But it'll even work with like a simple butter lettuce in the summer like I use in my book. So it works with all all greens <laughs> and not even greens. You can use it with toss it roasted vegetables in it Ooh. to like drizzle it over really nice summer tomatoes. I've even kind of doubled the recipe, tripled the recipe and used it as like quick marinade for chicken or steak or drizzled it over fish and used it as a pasta salad dressing. It really can do a million different things, which is why we make it as frequently as we do. It definitely seems like you're getting all of the bang for your buck here. All of the bang. Hence oh why gosh. we're going through the anchovies so quickly. And there's so many great <laughs> anchovy vendors on the market right now. Tenfish is having this huge moment, so it almost feels like you'd be missing out not to experiment with different kinds of anchovies and settle on which one makes the most sense for you. Sheila, this has been so much fun to talk to you about. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jesse. Sheila Prakash is a food and wine writer and the author of Salad Seasons, vegetable-forward dishes all year. You can find that recipe for anchovy dressing on Instagram at the.one.recipe and at the onerecipe.org. 
And hey, if you liked what you heard, you can like and subscribe. It makes a world of difference. This week's episode was made for you by producer Erica Romero, associate producer Ren Farrell, technical director Alex Simpson, and digital producer James Napoli. Sally Swift is our managing producer. APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Schaffer, and Joanne Griffith. Beth Perlman is our executive producer. The One Recipe was created by Sally Swift and Erica Romero. I'm Jesse Sparks. This is APM Studios. Go make some magic. Magic.